everyone, and welcome back for another episode of the Crack Die Podcast. My name is Matt. I play Twin Talon on the show. If you watch our Twitch show, I'm the GM over there. And I want to start this episode by saying thank you. Last week, I expressed my desire, our desire, to make this show something more. Make this group of shows something more. And the only way we can do that is with your support. And a couple people, they really stepped up to the plate. I don't know if it's coincidentally or because of what I said, but I want to give a big shout out, a big thank you to two people in particular. The first is Margaret. Margaret is a new patron. Welcome, Margaret. Margaret, since you joined at the $5 level, make sure to submit your either critical hit or critical miscard, which is your right as a $5 patron. In addition, I'd like to give a huge shout out to Cassandra. Cassandra has been a longtime patron here of the podcast, but after last episode, she upped her pledge. So I want to say thank you, Cassandra. Without the generosity of people like you, we couldn't do this. So again, thank you very much. But Cassandra's pledge got me thinking. And also, I was thinking as I was talking last week, what would I do? What else could I contribute if I wasn't doing editing every week? So here's what I'll say. We're going to introduce a new level, a new pledge level on Patreon. Let's say at the $10 level. And right now, it's not going to do anything else. It allows you to support us a little extra. If you have the cash, we appreciate it. But what it will do, if we hit $160 a month, we will break even. We'll be able to produce the show without you know paying money every week to do so. But if we hit $360, which is an additional $200, on top of what we need to absolutely run the show, we will hire an editor to do one episode a month, which will free up my time. And what I will pledge is that if you are pledging at the $10 level, once we hit that milestone, I will put out custom content, custom Pathfinder content every month as a replacement. So if you can get us, you, yes, you can get us to $360 a month, we will hire an editor to do at least one episode a month, depending on what it costs. And that week, instead of editing, I will create custom homebrew Pathfinder content. It'll be new classes, new spells, new feats, whatever we decide as a group that we want to do. I personally always loved psionics. I loved that it was a different magic system completely. It totally abandoned fancy and magic for its own thing. And I would love to draw up some psionic classes, to redo almost like a psionic book with new classes, powers, the whole shebang. But can't do that if I'm spending my evenings editing the show. So I leave it up to you in your capable hands. If we can get to 360 a month, hire an editor, put out custom content, you will get it if you've pledged at the $10 level. And that address one more time is patreon.com slash podcast or patreon.com slash podcast. Go there, sign up. We appreciate you. Second thing, Twitch. I know I say it often, but we do do a Twitch show. Our next episode of the Twitch show proper, the Absalom and Order game that we play, which is the Agents of Edgewatch Adventure Path, is September 11th. However, today, today, September 2nd, Thursday, September 2nd, I will be streaming on Twitch the brand new CRPG, Wrath of the Righteous. That's right. I got Wrath of the Righteous. I kickstarted it. Buddy of mine got me the season pass as a birthday gift. Super excited. So I'm going to stream it tonight and we'll get into it together. I work today. So by the time eight o'clock rolls around, I'll be booting it up for the first time and we'll experience it as a group. Additionally, I believe Sean is looking to stream it this weekend, probably Saturday. That's when we typically stream, but it's release day today. So I thought 
what better day to do a stream than today? Anyway, I hope we see you there at twitch.tv slash die or crackeddy. I hope you will seriously consider helping us out on the Patreon. But let's get into the episode. Episode 95 of the Crack Die podcast. I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the 95th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Hooray! Mark to 100. Yeah, Sean, you whoop. figured out what you're going to do for us on 100? Oh, yeah, have you? I, I have. I've actually written the whole thing out. Oh, wow. Is, oh, is it a dream sequence? <laughs> it is not a dream sequence. Okay. It is a flashback. Oh. oh. Okay. I just, I can't accept a personal check. It's going to have to be uh, cash or... <laughs> Uh, visa. I thought your policy was ass, gas, or grass. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> well, um, yeah, my warehouse got full, so I had to scale that back just to cash. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Well, couldn't you sell one of those other two items to... N- never mind. Uh, let's not get into I'm that. Not, <laughs> I'm not reselling anything. <laughs> so, last time we were here... What happened? Well, you guys finally got out of that gate. We the didn't dream die. gate. You didn't die, unfortunately. Uh-huh. You, you ran into a group of Scarlet Triad slavers in a new town called Cypress Point. From there, you found out about three different things that are going on once you saved a captive. The first option was there is a really large boat that's too big for this town uh, pulled up and the captive thinks a bunch of their people were taken to the boat. There's a boathouse, which is too small for that boat, that they were concerned was going to get lit on fire. And the purpose of letting the boat on fire or the boathouse on fire was to burn the entire town, right? Correct. Right. The boathouse is the central point. It would spread from there to the rest of the town. And your third option that they mentioned is that they think their leaders had been taken to the Nine Hills Smokehouse. And that is a place where, you know, they cure meat for rations and beef jerky and whatnot. What's wrong with that? Uh, nothing's wrong with it. They just think they put a bunch of the leaders of the town into the smokehouse. But why, why would they cure the meat if nothing was wrong with that? Well... <laughs> This is content. I don't know, but I'm going to get a large (laughs) set of onion rings when we get there. (laughs) So you guys decided to go to the boathouse because you didn't want the entire town to light on fire. You got in there and you met three lovely creatures called Kruths. So lovely. And the Kruths will set you free. No, no. I I really don't think so. No. From your mortal coil? I yep. Mean, there we go. Okay. That's closer. That yep. Sounds about right. And like I always do, I interrupted Christine on her turn. Mm. No, this is a recent development because he finally yeah. stopped doing it to Haya. That's true. I felt bad. Actually, our uh, our listeners started telling me that I should have felt bad. So good. Uh, I, I I listened to our listeners. I'm noticing he only and- does this to the women. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> well, I, either that means it's coming back to you, Haya, at some point, or we're going to have to get another woman on the podcast to then interrupt her turn. It's Yeah, exactly. Or you could stop that's, doing it, uh, but I guess that's, that's not an option. Oh, I could stop. Yeah, that's not enough. What? 
So we're going to jump back into this lovely combat with the Kruths. And it is Soraya's turn. She has one final action left. Oh, and I just want to point out, Knife Sword shrunk one of the Kruths with a critical hit. Was it for one turn? For one round, yes. So when it comes at the end of his next round, it will go back to normal okay. size. Okay. Um, because I honestly do not remember, and I think you've listened recently, Sean. I'm assuming I made two attacks last turn. You did. There are doors right to your west. Look, we're trying to, to learn from our mistakes <laughs> and not combine too many encounters at once. What? Come on. That's Sean's favorite uh, thing. Combining yep. too many encounters at yep. once? He does it as a player. He wants it as a GM. <laughs> hey, <laughs> wait a minute. This is true. Crud, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to pull out a bomb so I have it for next turn. I'm not going to throw it yet. Okay, so you're going to whip it out. Uh-huh. Got it. Whip it out. It burns Love a little. Love it. Okay, so now it is one of my Kruth's turns. Oh, boy. Here we go. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. So the one Kruth swims around the corner and makes a strike against Soraya, who is flat-footed to this creature because it is out, or because it is in the water. Wait, that's its ability? It's called Aquatic Ambush. Oh, no, you have detected it. Never mind, it is not flat-footed. So it's just going to bite at Soraya. Oh, yay. I mean, at least you don't lose that to AC. Uh, yeah. Here comes the jaws. Yeah, I'm not. Dun 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 dun. Oh, <laughs> oh crit! It's a natural Everybody one. Everybody draws a crit card. Everybody draws crit fail cards. Uh, and this is a unarmed attack. This attack grants and triggers a trip or shove as a reaction by your enemy. Would you like to trip or shove the crew? I mean, I guess I'll try to shove it because I don't know how how effective tripping it's yeah. gonna be. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> I fair. just want to let you all know my athletics is a plus one, so please don't mock me. <laughs> mock! 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 Because I have no idea what these guys' fortitude save is going to be, but I don't think it's... Wow, I rolled a three. So it's me and him just so that going, is a, Me and oh him geez. going back and forth whiffing it. <laughs> okay, so you critically fail on this shove. Give me a d8, and this is very important. Oh, no. Now I'm scared. I think you're going <laughs> to shove yourself... Right, am I, I going to trip myself into yeah. the water now? Seven. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. So on a critical fail on a shove, it says you lose your balance, fall, and land prone. Since you roll the seven on the D8 starting from directly north of you, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You fall into the doors prone. <laughs> And now I'm, instead of standing directly to the, like, to the north of Seagull Thief, I'm a little bit to his side. So yeah, you're, you're directly, you're leaning up, up against the closed door. Okay. The Kruth will make a tail attack against you. I go from a 1 to a 20. Boo. Oh, oh no! So the tail critically hits you. Good news is, these are not named Kruths. So I'm just going to do average damage as 34 points of damage from this tail. Yikes. 
I'm also glad that even flat-footed, that's not like a finger quotes double crit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up is Kruth number two. We're going to name him Too Kruth, Too Furious. You? Oh, okay. He's enfeebled one, thanks to Twin Talon. So I don't think thanks he is. <laughs> yeah, so it turns out I've been doing that wrong the entire time. <gasps> yeah, so... What? I take part of the blame, and I put part of the blame on Paizo. And here's why I say that, okay. and you can determine whichever you believe to be true. So... Paizo, please sponsor us. Yeah. And if not, it's like your fault. <laughs> so, in the beginning of the rogue section, it calls out to what debilitations are. And it mentions that if you get... A, if a second debilitation is applied, it replaces the first one. And then you don't get debilitating strike for nine levels. So, that information is up in the top where it's like, what is a rogue? You might be like this. People might see you like this. Like, that first page of roguiness, which... If you've ever played Rogue before, you're just like, yep, and you flip it. That, that's where that information is, is contained. And again, for nine levels, I didn't have it. So, or eight levels, whatever it was. I got level nine. I honestly don't think it's that powerful to be like, I have to hit you twice around, and if I do, I can give you a negative one to hit and a negative ten to speed. Like, I I don't really understand what the, the big deal would be, but at the same time, maybe if you had certain abilitations, they would stack grossly. Um, that being said, there is an ability later on that you get where you can do two at once. But you get it to it for every strike. It's not like you can stack them. It's you can just apply two at the same time. So, uh, yeah. So the last thing I did was I applied the one that gives me 2d6 extra on every attack that I make against them. So, even right. given the choice between them, I probably would have left that one on. Sorry. Okay. Well, I appreciate it's fine. Great. I'll take it out of your paycheck. <laughs> no. He gets an <laughs> This is like Anwar's bonus back in the day where I doubled his uh, paycheck from uh, zero to zero. So. Ah, makes sense. Uh, but this Kruth is going to bite okay. at Twin Talon. Seems foolish, but all right. And I miss yes, you do. by five. So then uh, Tail is going to swing up and try and hit him, him being Twin Talon again. That is a critical failure. Which is another critical miss. Yeah, card number one. Yeah, this is called Don't Pick at It. <laughs> you become wounded one or your wounded value increases Meh. by one. So here's what I'm going to say. Matt, roll your damage. Because this NPC doesn't really get wounded levels, I'm just going to let you do damage. I, I mean, I'm... If you want, okay. Yeah, I figured I critically missed. Something should happen. Oh, okay. You don't get your precision damage. It's just you're flailing your weapon at it. Uh, 15. There you go. That's like a wounded condition. Uh, and then the last action is its claw is going to reach up and try and grab you. And by grab, I mean scrape across your Got face. It. Another critical miss. <laughs> Oh, these Kruths are not... There's going to be no Christmas with these Kruths. And that's the Kruth. Punctured foot. Makes sense. It's a claw. You take 1d4 persistent bleed damage. Until this effect ends, you take a minus 10 circumstance penalty to your land speed. Well, All right. it does take 1d4 persistent bleed damage. I don't think the land speed thing is going to come up, but... Yeah. 1d4 
four. Bleeds so. ice. Well, that's the end of its turn. Good lord. It fails its recovery check with a three and takes four points of damage from bleed. It's that, it's that salt in the wound. It just stings a little more. Yeah. Brianna. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. This is lots of fun. We have this thing in front of us. I'm going to just focus fire on this gross lizard mm-hmm. thing whose name escapes me right now. It's probably Steve. Fucking Steve. I'm Don't do... name it. Then they get crit hit cards. Oh, <laughs> then not Steve. I'm going to just okay. do what I do best. and, and Swing it, not Steve. That's what I was going to do. Ugh, and I failed beautifully with a two on the die for a 23. That's a regular miss. All right. We'll go again. That's still impressive. You rolled a two and didn't crit this. Yeah. Jeez. How about a 29? That will hit. Cool. Take 20 points of damage. And I will raise my shield as my last action. Right. We now have Micro Crew, who will swim towards Knife Sword. I'm so small. It will then try and bite Knife Sword. Means the size, right? Yeah. Oh, well, it's medium, I think. A knife sword's still small. But it's like a mount now. It's like a knife sword mount. Ooh. I feel like a knife sword might ride a cruise. Oof. Maybe. That's a critical hit. Yikes. Or at 39 versus AC. My AC doesn't reach 39, so you missed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it works that way. He's so... back on that, uh, that Thacko thing. Mm-hmm. Gotta roll under. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. So you take 45 points of damage. They got a deadly D10 on their thing. Ugh. And that's not all. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. A tooth snaps off into Knife Sword's arm. Well, and you will be ow. taking 1D6 persistent bleed. Jeez. And you are drained one. For those who don't remember, yeah, the don't. drained condition is... When a creature successfully drains you of blood or life force, you become less healthy. Drained always includes a value. You take a status penalty equal to your drain value on constitution-based checks, such as fortitude saves. You also lose a number of hit points equal to your level, minimum of one, times the drained value. And your maximum hit points are reduced by the same amount. For example, if you're hit by an effect that does drain three in your third level, you would lose nine hit points and reduce your maximum hit points by nine. Losing these hit points doesn't count as taking damage. Each time you take a full night's rest, your drain value decreases by one. This increases your maximum hit points, but you don't immediately recover the lost hit points. I go to sleep right now. <laughs> well, that was its first attack. It will be now... A tail will come swinging at you, knife sword. Hit you by three for a 30. And it deals 19 points of damage. Am I the right level for this encounter? Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. And you're not close enough for me to like liberate. No, no, you're, your liberating happens over here. They, not over there. Liberating's for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. Why did we split up? Whose idea was that? I don't know. I just remember circling around the outside of the building. And a claw swings out at Soraya. Didn't it have to swim over first? Oh, it did. Good call. Good call. Classic Sean giving his monster four actions and us two actions. Nope. Mm-hmm. You're kidding. We get one most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Felt. Knife sword. It is your turn. I figured out what I want to do, but I have a question about the spell and I can't. 
It's not really clear. I'm just looking it up real quick. What's the spell? 20, I had to look it up in the book. Um, black tentacles. Oh no. It's an area. 20 foot burst adjacent to a flat surface. What does that mean? It means it has to be like on... Is that just the AOE? Well, no, it has to be adjacent to a flat surface. You couldn't do like in the air because the tentacles have to sprout from something. I was going to have them sprout from the water. If Sean says that's fine, then I, I think that's fine. That is not a flat surface. What about under the water? I mean, it's a dock. It can't be that deep. Oh, that's true. But is it a flat surface? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's like, is there a grade I mean, to it? Oh, no. This spell has just gotten very specific. Suddenly. I take out my ruler. And, <laughs> I'm sorry. I take out my level and no longer can use this spell. Matt, do a uh, architecture. Architecture. Yes. <laughs> it's coming in, coming in play. No. Uh, <laughs> I will let you cast it because it is a dock and it wouldn't be that deep. For like dings and whatnot. So, all right, small fishing. So, so, I'm going to cast black tentacles to get this thing off of me. I feel like Nightwar just became a pirate. Arr, a vest. All right. So, if you can make a spell attack roll, and this is against the Fortitude DC of each of the creatures. All right, 34 will hit the first one, and give me one more spell attack roll. Roll for each of them? Wait, uh, make a spell attack roll against the fortitude DC of each creature. Oh no, you only need one. So yes, you grab both of them. So these are both grabbed. Okay. And they will take 3d6 bludgeoning damage. Can you imagine it just picks the two of them up and like bashes them together? (laughs) (laughs) I like that idea. Alright. So you deal... 12 points of damage to them. Okay, and that is two actions? Three actions. Three. All right. Ten talent. Oh, wow. That that blah oh. really is pronounced. I Knife don't remember sword. that at all. Knife sword, you take three bleed damage. I'm down. Wait, you're unconscious? Uh, okay. I... He is... Dying. Nope. No, uh, I'm stabilized. Because nope. his ammo gets covered in slime, I'm assuming? Yes. Yep. Uh, make a recovery check for me. It's a flat check, DC 15. Okay. Nope. Nope. So you are still bleeding. All right, Twin That's Talon, it is good. now your turn. Um, all right. So Twin Talon will attack the Kruth in front of us. There we go. 29 to hit. 29 it is flat-footed. will hit. It is flat-footed. Hang on. Which one? This group. I didn't think it would, like, crit or anything. I'm just letting you know. No, it doesn't uh, crit. But it okay, hits. so... Uh, oh, I forgot the extra 2d6. Okay, so it's 18 plus 4 plus 7 is 29 hit points. Okay. So it should be 29 to the Kruth, and I will re-up the, all of my attacks, do an extra 2d6 damage debilitation. Um, and then that Twin Talon okay. will strike again. Twin Talon strikes again. Uh, <laughs> 27 against Flat-Footed AC. 27 versus Flat-Footed will hit. Okay. Nice. And then, so that's another 32 damage. Would you like to describe your uh, 
sure, like this thing's coming up on the dock at us, and uh, Twin Talon, it's got this big bony plate, like a, almost like a Triceratops. So Twin Talon kind of takes the opportunity, he slashes once across its face, kind of knocks it out of position, and then drives his short sword up under like the side of the, the bony plate right into its neck. And it sinks beneath the waves, the blub blub blub, and a pool of blood. That's blood, but it's blue, because they're creatures. <laughs> Alright, I dig it. And you have one more action left. And Twin Talon will say, Knife Sword! Um, and he'll start moving. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Zip. And... and you know what else we forgot? We forgot about I didn't forget about her. She gets her action now. So, 5, 10... Actually, hold on. She can fly. She doesn't need to go on the dock. So, Taysani flies south, avoiding the tentacles. Okay. There, and that'll be her move. She has 60 feet, so she swoops, swoops low. Boy, the tentacles coming around the dock there. That's it. Right, Soraya, you are prone on the ground, slammed against a door. Still make oh, quick just, alchemy. Did the cruise go back to normal size? Yes, it um, did. But they I are mean. still being thrashed about by black tentacles. Yeah, now that it's uh, large, yes. it can, it's harder to cool. Um. Um, I'm not even going to get up. I'm just going to use my... I'm going to use my quick alchemy action in conjunction with my fun new healing bomb free action. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to make... Uh, it has to be a lesser elixir of life because it all has to do with uh, item levels and everything, so I can't do my, my top one. But I can also double brew. So... I can make two of them in one action that are both Misty Misties, uh, and I'm going to fling one at Knife Sword. Okay. Oh, sweet! Uh, so that's a nat 20. Okay. Yeah, uh, so that's a nat 20 to throw a healing bomb at Knife Sword. So that means, aside from healing 3d6 plus 6, he also does get the item bonus uh, for saving against uh, poisons and whatnot. So he heals 19. Right. Knife sword. Wake up. It wasn't a bad drink. <laughs> it's all still real. It wasn't a bad drink. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to fling the other one at, at him as well. Okay. Because I can only do so much. <laughs> and I can't do the 5d6 plus 12 without like force feeding it to him. Uh, 24. Versus knife sword's Versus AC. Versus knife sword's AC. I only miss on a critical fail. Okay, so his AC is 25, so you miss by one, so you actually... So I still hit him, he just doesn't get the item bonus, which he already had anyway, so no big deal. And he heals another 19. Nice. All right. And she starts just nice. scrambling for the door handle, just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're welcome. As, as he wakes Thank up. You. I didn't have Jasper do it this time. Double thank you. <laughs> Knife sword, you've been moved in the initiative order. It is now the crew in front of Soraya's turn. And it will... Struggle for being grappled. It's turn, it will take 1d6 and 
grab. So it's going to try and uh, it's a it's a dumb creature. It's going to try and bite the tentacles. <laughs> and knife sword spell DC is twenty nine. So the tentacles have an AC of twenty nine. If they take twelve or more damage, they are destroyed. However, a new tentacle will grow on its own turn. Anyway, trying to bite a t- twenty nine. Uh, wait, is that my class DC? Uh, your spell DC is 20. Alright, so I bite the tentacle, and I deal 15 points of damage, so the, the tentacle is no longer grappling this group. It will now try and bite, I'm sorry, it will try and claw... Soraya. A 32 will hit you. Yes, it will. The regular hit. Mm -hmm. So you take 21 points of damage. And then uh, its tail will come out. Looking at you. Wait. This is its third attack? It attacked the tentacles? It it attacked Knife Sword, it attacked me, right? It didn't attack next sort of just attack the tentacle you and you. But it should be at the negative 10 or whatever, or negative 8. Yeah. Uh, 26. That meets my flat-footed AC. Okay. The tail smacks you for 19 more points of damage. It's alright. I'm still standing. Well, I'm still lying prone, but I'm not. <laughs> well, before it's the next person's turn, because it didn't move and it's still in the area, it gets grabbed again by the tentacles and hit for 3d6. Yes. Well, I mean, it uh, might it might get grabbed. Knife sword, give me another attack roll at a plus nineteen. Okay. <laughs> Ow, my back. <laughs> Twenty eight will grab it again. <laughs> give me three d six damage, please. Ten more points of damage as these black tentacles writhe and grab the crew again. Right now, it is Brianna's turn. So Brianna is going to. Uh, grab her handy dandy striking returning javelin. Hey! And I have to double check the. Uh, it's fine. I make it. Yep. And I will attack yep, the one that is to Soraya's right. Gotcha. Let's see how we do. How's a 30? Nice. I don't. I'm not a fan of it because it definitely. Excellent. Oh, that damage. Take some 14 damage. Ow, ow, ow. You're welcome. (laughs) Since it's returned to me, she's going to do it again. It's like a boomerang. Pretty much. How's 29? Uh, Another hit. Uh, Not as good. 10 points of damage? Yes. uh, 24 will hit because it is a minus 5. But yes, 24 will hit. For 10 points of damage. And for my third action, I'm going to move 20 feet. Uh, just kidding. I'm going to move 15 Sorry. so I don't land in the same square. My big butt's in the way. <laughs> it's okay. She likes big butts and she cannot lie. That's my turn. All right. Knife sword. I, I just want to say that like, javelins, I think, are a really fun like mechanical weapon. But the, the pain in the neck with them is, like, you have to carry a bunch of them, and then you run out, and then you have to collect them. So the fact that she has that returning javelin is so, so good. Like, I, 
every time you every I time you pull it, it out, so it just makes me happy all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and and like, because normally it's like you draw a javelin, you throw a javelin, you draw another one. Mm-hmm. Three actions to get one attack. In. Now it's just draw, yep. throw, throw. A lot of fun for sure. Thank you so much. All right, knife sword. Yes, you're awake. You're gonna play dead again. Mm-hmm. You're lying on the ground, lying on the cold, hard ground. I can't cast from prone, can I? Sure, you can. can. What's the negative for? I mean, prone just makes you flat footed. Uh, you take a minus two to a penalty to attack. Um, uh, okay, so action one stand up, get up, stand up. Action two and three, I'm gonna cast Chilling Darkness on the formerly tiny group. Gotcha. Shazam! No, wait, that's the trademark. Uh, 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 Shaboopy! Shazing! I'm pretty sure Shaboopy is probably trademarked as well. (laughs) Yep. Sure. I don't need to piss off you, Jackman. 38 will critically hit. Okay. And I just draw a card, right? I believe so, yes. What are you what are you using? Uh chilling darkness. Yeah, definitely. Sorry. I guess I should have announced that. Yes. Yeah. I'm shooting chilling darkness at it. Okay. I cast chilling darkness. Okay. Uh life leech. If this is a spell, the target becomes doomed one and you regain one D eight hit points. I'll take it. And okay. and it does double damage. Ooh. Sweet. So that's just standard. So that's uh, 10d6. Well, it's is it 10d6? It's five. No, it's five it's 5d6, d6 times, times two. two. I'm just you know making it sound better. So uh, 21 times two is 42 damage. Uh, it's doomed one, and I get 1d8. Does that mean the uh, 1d8's heightened? No, no. The 1d8 is from the uh, <laughs> from the crit part. Okay. So seven hit points back. That uh, on a one d eight, that's not bad. Yeah, I don't know how many hit points you have, but that seems like a decent amount. With, with he has a lot more than he did one round. Well, Sreya had him with two yeah. two healing things. Yeah, yeah. This battle uh, has been a emotional roller coaster for me. I'm just glad you're all here to experience it with me. Well, here's the bad thing: is you now take. So you take five points of bleed damage, and then one d twenty, or you click the recovery check button. And did did uh, Christine said he got a bonus to that because of her crit thing? Poison. Oh, poison specifically. Unfortunately, you rolled a nine, but you're still bleeding. Uh, it is now the crew's turn. It's the formerly tiny one. Yes, formerly tiny crew. Uh, is going to attempt to attack Knife Sword because it just hit him with a chilling He's not perchance a good creature, is he? Because he'd take more damage. No, no. Uh, but he is. Uh, actually, can he do that? He's grabbed. I think he says negatives. Yeah. He's grabbed. I'm sorry, not good. Celestial. No. He's actually immobilized. So it's going to try and hit you with a claw, Knife Sword. Okay. Oh my goodness! Natural nineteen. It's a thirty-nine a to hit. That's a critical Yuck. hit. Oh, I do not get that card. I, sorry, I got excited. You could, you could just name him. Like if I if I accidentally called him Stinky, would he then get the card because I named him? No, oh. no, that's that's just me. 
but you are taking 36 points also damage. mean oh lord that's most of the damage i just gave back to him <laughs> and then you see why i used two elixirs <laughs> yep biting at Soraya. Uh, so i'm not close enough to liberate fuck's sake i do hit you yeah just regular hit no crit good news bad news Regular damage is only hmm. 18 points of damage. Okay. I just dropped below the 50 line. All right. <laughs> a tooth gets snapped off in your <sighs> arm. So any successful bite attack does that? Yep. Yuck. But Soraya has 1d6 bleed and is doomed. Doomed oh, or sorry, drained? Drained. Drained. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's going to say. Drained one. <laughs> Alright, and then Knife Sword, would you like to roll 1d6? Yes. Takes four more points of tentacle damage. Matt, it is Twin Talon's turn. Alright. So Twin Talon's gonna move. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Move again. 15, 20, and then he's gonna use an action to give Taysani two actions this turn. Alright. So Taysani is going to one, two, three, four, five. So she is going to fly around the tentacles to be adjacent to the southernmost Kruth, uh, the one who was formerly small. And she is going to beak at it. Alright. Beak away. Give me the beak. Uh, that is a 30 to hit. 30 will regular hit. Alright, so she does 14 beak damage. Piercing damage. 14 piercing. Right. That's my turn. Alright, Soraya, it is your turn. So as as everyone is coming around this way, uh, and her own hit points are dwindling, she's going to risk opening the door. Um, she's going to open the door for one action, like crawl in for the second move like 10 feet okay well hang on this room has several boxes barrels and nets lining the walls and stacked in orderly piles around the room double doors lead out to the east and south you also see a tied up half orc lying on the ground Bound and gagged. No arsonists? <laughs> no arsonists. Well, I guess I'll finish my move action then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to let you know what you saw. That's that's fair. So, yeah, I'll open the door. I'll take my move action. I'm still technically on the ground. So if you're, <laughs> yeah, you've been if you're on the ground, a, a crawl is five feet. Is the whole move. Oh, oh that's that's yeah, all you so, can do yeah. is, is five feet. Is the yeah. yeah, there's a feat that allows you to do more. Oh, I thought, I thought it was just like half speed or whatever. Never mind. Um... So I guess I will stand up, open the door, and take my move action. Okay. We're just like, oh, hello. All right, that is your turn. Yeah, I'll, I'll untie her on my next turn. <laughs> yep. We have a friend, I think. You take five points of damage from your bleed. But now I can make my recovery roll. You may make your recovery. Let's see. And what, is it bleed damage? Is that what it is? It is yes, bleed, yes. Persistent bleed. But not anymore because 18. you recovered. Wee! 
Nice. All right. It's now Brianna's turn. Brianna is going to continue moving around, and then since she still has her javelin in her hand as her last action, she's going to throw it at the um, crew that is um, bearing down on Knife Sword currently. Okay. Formerly Micro Crew. 25 will not hit, will it? Uh, it will hit because it is still grabbed. Excellent. Take 16 points of damage. All right. That's another 16 points of damage. Knife Sword. It is your turn. Okay, quick question. If I have a potion in my pocket, is it one run, one action to pull it out and one action to use it, or is it just one action to use it? It's one action to draw, one action to drink. And that's assuming you've put it on your worn items and not in your backpack. Yeah. It's listed under consumables, so I don't know where it is. Let's just say it's on your worn items. The new rules are very vague. It's just like you have to announce that it's worn, and if you do, then you can just use it. Then you can have access to it. Otherwise, it's like multiple okay. actions to get it. You have to like, take off your backpack. Yeah. Reach into your backpack. Yeah. Say a prayer to St. Michael to find it. And then you gotta look for it. So let's just assume you had it on your belt. <laughs> I'm down with that. Okay, so if that's the case, I'm going to use my first section as a move action to back through the doorway. All right. Move into the other room. Then I will draw said healing potion of moderate. Right. And... I'm gonna guzzle that thing down! Great! But, but, but. You, I just told you we have a friend in here. You can help them. Uh, you heal 25. Awesome. Uh, you also see a bound and gag green skin big, person. Big green skin lady. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, it is the Kruth's turn, and seeing its prey run away. It will now take a swing at Kasani. Ugh. Try to fight her. I didn't realize everyone's going to run away when I brought her in here. <laughs> Ooh, that is a critical hit against Kasani. Hooray. Oof. Sorry, was not my intention. 48 Ooh. points uh, of damage. Sorry. All right. And now Tasani has a tooth in her... You're spending an action to put a tooth in my pterodactyl? Correct. For 1d6 persistent bleed. Are they like sharks? Do they just have like an infinite amount of teeth to do this with? Have you seen the picture that I posted of them? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, yes. their, their teeth seem inefficient for eating, but very efficient for just breaking off into stuff. <laughs> and then its last action is it's going to submerge under the it's grappled and immobilized, so oh, it can't it, move. it can't do that. Um, so it's going to take one d6. That's going to be his last action. Yeah, even if it's underwater, the tentacles are on the bottom of the water. So I don't like that. Welcome to every spell that Knife Sword uses. I if know. it helps, I can, I can put a gravity well so they're all in one spot. Would that make it easier? <laughs> no. uh, it's going to swing out at the tentacle. Uh, holding it, which is a 29 AC, and it misses the tentacle. So give me 1d6 damage, please, Knife Sword. And we didn't deal with your bleed, did we? What bleed? <laughs> right. I don't remember a bleed. Does anyone else remember a bleed? It's, it's, it's hazy. Yeah, it's a little fuzzy. 
All right, Knife Sword, you're going to take four points of bleed. Ow. And then give me a D20 flat check. It's easy. Soraya did it. I like how this tooth is, like, jammed into your neck, but if you just roll well enough, you don't mind, I guess? Or something. No, you figure out how to yank it out and staunch the bleeding. But, like, that seems like it should take an action. This is just, like, reflexively. I guess it's like when Pond Watcher would flex his muscles and shoot all of his poison out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, checks <laughs> out. Oh, oh no! no! Well, it's not any worse. Well, Yikes. Yeah, it's not any worse. It's just a natural one, so you're still bleeding. Nightstorm tries to flex, and the tooth digs in deeper. Quintalan, <laughs> it is your turn. I'm going to continue moving around. Hey! Get your toothy maw off my pterodactyl. All right. Five. All right, so 25 will get me up adjacent to there. I'm actually going to move the full 30 to let Brianna have an extra space to, to come in there. All right. Thank you. Then he will attack. 29 versus flat-footed AC. 29 versus flat-footed AC. That's still a hit. Okay. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't. Okay. So I do 18 damage, and I'm going to apply the debilitating... Uh, I'm assuming it's still alive. Yes. Okay, then I'm going to apply the debilitation where my attacks do an extra 2d6 damage to it. All right. And then I'm going to try to attack it again. 30. So that should hit. Will hit. <laughs> yes. Uh, so 15 from the regular strike. 46. I rolled one. <laughs> uh, I rolled 10 from that. So 25 total on that second attack. It is so alive. All right. Uh, so three actions for me. Tesani, uh, Twin Town's going to kind of whistle and motion with his head toward the open door. And she's going to follow the other squishies into that room. Okay, <laughs> to give you an update. Um, yeah. Let me know what's up with that. All right. And uh, she's going to come in. Thank you. Uh, and she's still going to be like, poke. she's staying in the doorway, kind of looking. She doesn't want to let Tentown out of her sight, but uh, she's just kind of looking out around the door. All right. Craning her long neck to see. Soraya. Nope. As much as I don't want to, she takes 1d6 bleed. Oh, she oh, does. On D6. Five. Five points of bleed. And she rolled a 12 for her recovery check. So she does not recover. Oh, Soraya. Uh, I'm going to untie the gag on this half-orc's mouth. <laughs> okay, so they are no longer... As she's doing, she's like, hello, I'm going to assume that you are not one of the slavers and in fact one of the people who may have been beset upon by them. Um, and we're just fighting the giant lizard things outside, so... Hi, what's your name? <laughs> they are unconscious. Oh, see, that would have been nice to, like... Sorry, yeah. I feel like that would have been fairly obvious from whether or not they were struggling <laughs> when I first saw yes, them. Yes, no, they are, they are unconscious. I dumped my water skin on them. <laughs> they wake up. They are wet. They are wet. <laughs> Dump your water skin on them, and what do we see? I wake up, and I'm really hungry. But I think I'm also gagged still, right? No, I took the gag off. Okay, cool. You're still bound, however. Your arms and feet are still tied. And now she'll go into her like, hello. Can I rage? Uh, yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you rage. Sweet. Oh boy. Wait, is it still my turn or not? What's going? <laughs> How are we doing initiative on that? Uh, yeah. You can finish your turn, Christine. But okay. Hello. I'm going to assume that you are a citizen of this town. 
<laughs> Get this shit off of me! Just as long as you don't attack me, myself, or my compatriots, and perhaps only the amphibian things outside. Do we have a deal? Uh, are we still in combat? Yes. yes. I think we're having a quick exchange. Because talking, I think, is technically free. Technically, it's one sentence, but we're, we're going to bend the rules a little bit. Seems like we're introducing a new person on the podcast, so this might be fun. <laughs> so yes, do you agree to attack only the amphibian things outside and none of the humanoids? How much you got? Oh, wow. I'm going to let you go. I don't have to. How much to attack the things outside? Is she crying? It sounds like she's crying. <laughs> we'll work it out after. How's that? Mm, 10 gold right now. Gold? Gold! In combat. I'm an expensive bitch. In combat. Like, <laughs> we don't exactly have the time for these negotiations, so mm. I can either leave you here and finish the problem myself, or you can help us. <laughs> Mama wants to get out. Uh, well, okay. Five now, and then five when it's dead. How about you can keep the thing when it's dead? Ooh. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I am tired. Okay. If nothing else, so. I feel like dealing with knife sword and the, the bramble butchers have prepared me for this moment. Okay. Uh, let's move outside. You gotta stand up first. I have this thing called tip up. Is that... That would work. It's a skill feat. It's a free action. Mm-hmm. So now I can move. I think my movie speed is 25. So I'm going to take two actions and move outside, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and rage. All right. That is your third action. No, it isn't. Raging is an action. Right. Double move. He shouldn't double move. So she kipped up, which was free. She moved exactly 25 feet, which if that is her speed, is one movement. Oh, okay. Or one action. Yep. And then raging is two. So she has one action left. She's not adjacent to anything, but she could. She still has an action. So if even if I'm in the middle of the doorway, that's fine? Uh, yes, but you can't quite reach the creatures. Okay. They're five feet in front. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play Come and Get Me. Come at me, crew. What kind of ability is Come and Get Me? Mm, interesting question. So the crew that is entangled will attempt to break out its jaws biting at the 29 AC tentacle, and it does. So it breaks out, seeing a fresh, new, delicious morsel running at it. It will attempt to pull itself up onto the land and take a swing at them, and it critically misses. (laughs) Bit your tongue. You take one persistent bleed damage. How do you like it? Brianna. Hmm. Your turn. All right. So I see that. See, there's somebody in the doorway, perhaps, but there's no time to lose. She's going to throw her javelin one more time. Okay. Because why not? I have this cool thing. I'll keep using it. Fuck. How's a 24? That will hit. Okay, good. For 18 points of damage. And you're attacking this one, right? Correct. The one in front of Twin Talon? Yes. Would you like to describe how you kill it? Sure. The creature rears his head back and is about to roar, and she, quick as a flash, draws back her javelin and throws, and with a disgusting, splooshing sound, it lands in the creature's eye and pierces its brain. It shudders once and then also sinks down below, being succumbed to tentacles. Uh, that was your first action. You have two more. 
my second action, I will move slightly closer. I will pretend I'm Yondu and whistle my javelin back and throw again, I guess. Until I get up there, I'm going to just keep throwing it. Well, here's the good news. Is that roof that just attacked this new person yep. is flat-footed. Beautiful. Well, let's hope we don't fuck it up. How's a 19? That will miss. I figured. So why are they flat-footed? Because of their coming down. That's not what it does. But... Oh, no, if a creature hits you. Correct. But what you failed to realize is that they are still in the tentacles. So even though they broke out at the ah. end, they would get hit again with the tentacles. Yes. So they are still flat-footed. But. Correct. But we need to do some uh, 3d6 extra damage. Yay. Yes. All right. Knife sword. 3d6, please. Extra sword of the knife. I like this part. <laughs> I don't. Nice. Stop attacking us, Dan. 14 <laughs> points of damage. Good All right. Thank you for your turn, Mary Poppins. Next is Knife Sword. <laughs> <laughs> I am Mary Poppins, y'all. Mm-hmm. Please don't sue us, Disney. Uh, <laughs> smoldering rage in my eyes, I'm going to point at it. I'm going to extend a finger, and a beam of negative energy is going to fly from my finger towards its head. That's a called shot. It's a minus 10. No, I'm kidding. What? what? <laughs> that was flavor shot. text. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. Energy will fly into its general area. There we go. <laughs> was that a magic missile? That was Enervate. Enervate. Oh, Enervation. So he needs to make a uh, save. Oh, okay. What type of save? Fortitude save. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Oh, well, that's not good. What? Never mind. N- never mind. I missed, didn't read the thing clearly enough. Okay. And, um, yeah. Oh? Uh, new person would get affected, too. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. do... Is it a line effect? <laughs> it is a 30-foot line. Oh. <laughs> hey, welcome to the group. Die. <laughs> right? Please, no. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. It is all good. Um, Please don't kill our new friend. Mercenary. You're saying mercenary wrong. Oops. Yeah, the first thing they did try to do is negotiate. <laughs> negotiate for a point of weakness. Yeah. I don't think you have the upper hand here, my dear. Okay. I'm going to stare at the creature menacingly and send an attack seagull at it. Well, it'll see that. We won't. As I cast Phantasmal Killer. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Seagull, stop it now. Phantasmal <laughs> oh. <laughs> Killer has gotten so much better. So you take a will save. Will save. I'll let you know that that is their lowest save. Makes sense. That's why they will crit. Right? Mm-hmm. I do just love that his Phantasmal Killer is a seagull. <laughs> 19? Uh, isn't your spell DC a 29? It is. Is that a critical, a critical failure? failure? Ooh, goody. Ooh. Okay, so now now I must attempt a fortitude save. Oh, oh, it was on a one for a second. I was terrified. Okay, so I pass my fort save. But you still take 12d6. And it's fleeing to the end of its next turn. And it's frightened four. <laughs> <laughs> and it can't move. Yeah, so it's just like in panic mode. Well, let's see if it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. 12d6 is, yeah. 
Sorry, I'm savoring clicking each extra die into this. Okay. Here we go. I mean, to be fair, I would too. Oh my god, that's just a hailstorm of <laughs> dice. Yeesh. Now, all of a sudden, I want to play Warhammer. <laughs> uh, Knife Sword, would you like to describe your kill? So, I guess from your perspective, it would be this amorphous shape, vaguely winged, bird-like, swooping down, pecking its eyes out, crawling through its throat. You know, yeah. from its perspective, it's a giant seagull eating its intestines through its mouth. <laughs> no, no, it went it went the other way. Uh, ew. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Great, 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 it's all, great. It's all about mm, sure, yeah. Now. I mean, it, it it is the most fearsome creature imaginable to the target. So. Yeah, a seagull ripping your intestines out through your butthole, probably pretty terrifying. Yeah, a butthole seagull, is that like the new crust punk band? And, 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 and this seagull is the size of like a 737, so. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> All right. Shadow run. There we go. Sorry, it took me forever to figure out oh, the, uh, what yeah. else used. A thousand. D6s? There are a lot of D6s. D6s. Yep. Yeah, you better get a bucket. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep. Well, with that, combat is. Over. Okay. Is anybody hurt? How uh, badly are you hurt? I'm hurt a lot. I need uh, to go into my room. Help, please. No. Tasani's still bleeding. Oh, help, Tasani. I'll just Jeez. I'll have an elixir. I-, I would like to roll a perception. Okay. I want to see if the new person's backpack is any bigger than uh, Brianna's. <laughs> oh man, I feel like I feel like knife starts cruising for a bruising. Right. <laughs> okay. So hang on, we got a couple things going on here. Knife Sword, you're gonna take two bleed at the end of your turn. Please roll a recovery check. Alright. It looks like a 19 will pass, so you're no longer bleeding. Tasani is gonna take a D6. Oof. Oof. So she's gonna take six. Can I get a recovery check? Sure, sure. Give me another check. Another check for what? Recovery check? I just did. Unless you did it again. I mean does, does bleed stop if you get healed, or is it you have to recover? I think you have to be healed to full, but, like, we can be doing... Yeah, that's true. Soraya, let's go into exploration mode. Well, I'm drinking one of Next the... week. Ah! Ah, you got us then. All right. All right. Right in the middle of my turn. <laughs> Hopefully we'll know who exactly joined us yeah. next week. Thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. 